Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul addressed the people in these words, I am a Jew born in Tarsus in Cilicia, but brought up in this city. At the feet of Gamaliel, I was educated strictly in our ancestral law and was zealous for God, just as all of you are today. I persecuted this way to death, binding both men and women and delivering them to prison. And even the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify on my behalf. For from them I even received letters to the brothers and set out for Damascus to bring back to Jerusalem in chains for punishment those there as well. On that journey, as I drew near to Damascus, about noon, a great light from the sky suddenly suddenly shone around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I replied, Who are you, sir? And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene whom you are persecuting. My companion saw the light, but did not hear the voice of the one who spoke to me. I asked, What shall I do, sir? The Lord answered me, Get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told about everything appointed for you to do. Since I could see nothing because of the brightness of all that light, I was led by hand by my companions and entered Damascus. A certain Ananias, a devout observer of the law and highly spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me and stood there and said, Saul, my brother, regain your sight. And at that very moment, I regained my sight and saw him. Then he said, The God of our ancestors designated you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the sound of his voice. For you will be his witness before all to what you have seen and heard. Now, why delay? Get up and have yourself baptized and your sins washed away, calling upon upon his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Glorify him, all you peoples. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. For steadfast is his kindness toward us, and the fidelity of the Lord endures forever. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus appeared to the eleven and said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? If you want to get under the skin of just about any practicing Catholic, just ask him or her that question. The substance of the person's answer will vary from another person's, but but every one of those answers is certain to be uh, given in a, in a flustered, stuttering, and defensively angry tone. Uh, 
which is kind of funny, actually. I mean, what, what's so terrible about being asked if Jesus is our Lord and Savior? If we were asked that in St. Paul's time, maybe it would be understandable, or in certain areas of the world even today, because answering yes could get your head chopped off. But otherwise, we, we should be delighted to be given the chance to tell anyone who'll listen just how important Jesus is in our lives. You know, I tend to forget that Paul, St. Paul was a convert. In fact, basically every Christian in the first decades of the church was a convert, first from Judaism and, and later from uh, those who were Gentiles and, and converted uh, to Christianity. Our, our first reading reminds us that St. Paul became Christian for two reasons, or with you know two um, driving forces. The first is a divine encounter on the road to Damascus, where he uh, where he meets Jesus, and Jesus uh, you know talks to him directly. But the second is a, a human encounter with Ananias, who urges him to be baptized. So it was a true team effort, right? It, and and it's actually, and 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 it's actually the one explicit request that Jesus made of his disciples before his ascension, right? Is 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 conversion. He he says in the gospel to his disciples, "Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature." Now there are about. 2.6 billion Christians in the world, plus or minus, just, just a little bit under a third of the world's population. So it's clear that we haven't quite accomplished our mission. Two-thirds of the world doesn't believe in Jesus. But, but since Jesus's request, back to the first disciples, things have gotten a little bit more complicated, you know, uh, granted. And one of the, the biggest obstacles is that there is some disagreement as to what the gospel is. If you look on Wikipedia, you'll um, there, there's a rough estimate given there of the denominational split of believers in Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity and Lord. Okay, so the, basically anybody that is Christian believes that Jesus is the Son of God, um, you know, third, second person of the Blessed Trinity and Lord of all creation. Okay, so I I just copied um, uh, you know the statistics. From, from Wikipedia, but but of the 2.6 billion Catholics, or excuse me, 2.6 billion Christians, only 1.3, 1.4, somewhere around that number is Catholic, which means you've got another, you know, billion two or whatever, billion two, billion three, that are not Catholic. You know, uh, Protestants are about, are about somewhere between, somewhere around a billion of them. And then you've got... Um, and then you've got the Orthodox as well. That's another uh, three three hundred or so uh, million people. So, and and that's of course a, just a, a wide breakdown, but breakdown that doesn't even get into into uh, divisions intra denominational. Like I mean, there's splits in the Catholic Church, right? We we say one point three billion Catholics, but you know even Catholics don't always believe the same thing, right? If you got if you get ten Catholics in a room to agree on a faith topic, you, you you'd win a Nobel Prize. So no wonder two-thirds of the world thinks we're nuts, right? We, 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 the third who believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we can't agree on, on what that means, you know, what we believe as Christians. The conversion of St. Paul, the feast of the conversion of St. Paul, is always the last day in uh, what is celebrated as the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity, it's celebrated in the Catholic Church and among uh, many Protestant denominations as well. We pray for Christian unity. Unity, unity among all of those 2.6 billion Christians in the world. And, and while most Catholics are convinced that we've got all the right answers, there are a whole lot of believers in Jesus out there that aren't even sure we're Christian at all. 
And so we'd be foolish to think that we don't deserve at least some of the blame for the division that exists. The uh, the synod process that's going on right now in, in the church, commissioned by Pope Francis, is an effort to define more precisely what we uh, need to do more effectively to preach the gospel to all the nations. And, and to do that, the Pope has asked us to gather input not only from the chosen few, you know, the church the church ladies and the church guys, right? The, the people that are, uh, that are, you know, hardcore Catholic believers. But he also wants us, uh, and actually he especially wants us to get feedback from those who feel marginalized or separated from the church or who doubt the church's beliefs. That uh, all those people that, that, that don't 100% buy into what the church teaches uh, among, among our congregations. But, but the Vatican also encouraged, uh, Diocesan and bishops throughout the world to reach out to local Protestant leaders and Orthodox leaders to get their views and to include their perspective. Wouldn't it be interesting to know exactly what is keeping us from unity and belief and practice? You know, we make a lot of assumptions about what, what Protestants think or what particular denomination believes or why they would never be a Catholic. Do we ever actually have those conversations? Have we, have we ever seriously, seriously sat down, you know, and, 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 I don't know, worked towards the unity that we, we claim we desire, that we pray for this, this week and, and throughout, the, throughout, the, throughout the church here. Is it, isn't it our responsibility, our, our mandate from Jesus, our, our mission to know what divides us? And then, and then knowing you know, what we all do believe and don't believe, and then to work towards that road to healing that will, will ultimately unite us? You know, I speak, obviously, as a Catholic priest who firmly believes all that the Church holds and teaches. I wouldn't be a Catholic priest if I didn't believe it. But, but, but you'd have to be living under a rock to be unaware that the Catholic Church is made up of very imperfect people, including, and sometimes especially, its leaders. So, so is it any wonder that there might be a billion or so people out there that, who believe passionately in Jesus as Lord who don't think that the Catholic Church has got all the answers? Are we so crazy to believe that that non-Catholics can add nothing more than, than butts in the pews to our church? The Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul should remind us that we are all in need of conversion. And while, like Paul, we rely on God to give us the gift of faith, there are many Ananiases out there who also need to be heard. And they are not all practicing Catholics. Maybe if we can admit as a church that we have something to learn, Unity isn't just a pleasant dream with no chance of coming true. God bless you.